bomber, this 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 bomber. Yeah, you said, where does Bond? Where does Bond Scott? Where does Bond? Where does Bond Scott? The Where's Bond Hour of Power for three hours is back. You know, we weren't here two weeks ago, and you know, we we heard about it. The station got some calls. Massive feedback. Lots of feedback. So we appreciate that. Some positive. Mostly not. Mostly not, actually. Most people were relieved, but uh, you know what? That's that's just too bad because you know we're we're here and we're represented once more. So uh, yeah, how you doing tonight? Um, doing pretty awesome, man. I'm glad to be back in the groove, in the booth, in the mix, shaking it, shaking things up. You know. Yeah. yeah it's hot in here, though. I gotta say, it's hot in this booth right now. Yeah, no doubt. No, you said it, man. What, so, yeah, we got some music for you tonight. We got some more stuff coming at you, so we will talk at you in a bit. Wait, I just want to tell my mom not to go in my room while I'm not at home. <laughs> okay, don't go in. Mom, because I'll know. <laughs> you will know. We actually will. People, what's going on? How are you doing today? Hope everything's going great so far. Hope your shit just got a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? Because you just decided to take the time to give yourself 30 minutes to chill with Morty. You know what I'm saying? That's me. Everybody else here in the lounge. Learn something new. Hear some tunes. 30 minutes of your day, baby. Treat yourself. That's Wagwan. Hello, like I said, this is Mortimer the Magic Man, Maine, aka the Safe Cracker, cracking open all the safes and revealing the treasure inside, aka El Matador, because I be cutting through the bull, you know what I'm saying? That's the bullshit, not the physical animal, because I don't fuck like that. Today is a major day in the history of the show because today we be getting it on with a new letter, alright? We're talking g g g g g pronounced like J, but it's 
g g g g g all right we're talking g g g g green al green one of the soul masters but a man with a dark past so that's the safe we're gonna be cracking open today but before we talk about the music let's talk about the movie that we watched while we were setting up the joint today okay you know when you run in a lounge restaurant bar larger treehouse complex there's all these little chores that you gotta do every day you know while you're setting up and uh, while we're doing that you know after we had our lunch together all the staff all the people we check out a movie and today's movie was 1960 original oceans 11 yeah that rat pack one man sammy dave frank sinatra dean martin even that joey bishop guy that no one ever heard of okay they're all in this there's 11 cats trying to rob all the casinos in vegas back in the day I wanted to check it out to see that old Vegas neon, you know. I was hoping there'd be like tons of shots of real locations and places. And there were, not tons. I had seen this movie before, by the way. But uh, I was like, let me let me take it back, you know. Like, let me, let me talk about the good old days, you know what I'm saying, 1960. This movie, my friends, while it probably was, you know, the dopest shit around back in 1960 right now. The last 20 minutes of this flick, like, me and Toothpick were just like, holy fuck, like, boring. <laughs> but uh, it was interesting, though. It, it did show its age. It did show it the time that it was made. It was probably super progressive to have Sammy Dave in the crew, a black man, um, you know, starring in film. A lot of people in 1960 would have been like, what the hell is this? So we know from other shows that Frank was down with it. Dean was down with it. They were the ones who wanted to have who Ray Charles play at uh, Kennedy's inauguration. But uh, I can't remember. But they were the ones who stood up for the racial inequality. But it's interesting in the movie, there's some scenes where um, the Dean Martin character and the Sammy Dave character are just chilling. And they're kind of like, it's kind of like some lame jokes about how life is harder for a black man in America. And Sammy Dave is kind of just like, oh, shucks with it, you know, like that's the way it is. So what would now be, you know, like I was actually like offended by the language back then was just like... Let's put in a little part that shows the attitudes of people. But then it was interesting later on, like Sammy Dave was getting questioned at this roadblock and he just pretended to be some dumb hick. And then, you know, the actual dumb hick, the cop just let him pass through because he's like, oh, this guy's definitely not some casino robber with millions of dollars in this garbage truck or whatever. But he was. So anyways, not it, it started off good. Frank Sinatra had this ridiculous orange cashmere sweater and like everyone was just like ball in like back in the day for sure but uh, yeah as far as you know exciting movies go that'll hold your attention the whole time I can't say this one did so I'm gonna say just check out the remake <laughs> okay so another thing another special thing about today's show is that I am going to be playing you a tune that I had to play today, okay? I had to play it for y'all, but I didn't have it, so I had to send away and get it. It got sent up to the treehouse all the way from Missouri, Missouri, or somewhere like that. 
can't remember. That's how strongly I feel about one of the songs that we're going to be playing today. So before we get into that, before I hopefully blow some of y'all's motherfucking minds with the soul juice, let's learn a little bit about Al. I learned a lot about Al today, but let's just talk a little bit. So this cat, born in 1946, again, that first generation baby boomer. That first generation who had not experienced the hardship and forced sacrifices of war at all, but everybody else, like, in their world had. I think that's a trip. He was born in Forest City, Arkansas. Some people say Arkansas, but I say Arkansas. His dad was super religious, devout Christian man. He might have even had like a congregation or something. And apparently, Al, when he was a teen, was listening to a Jackie Wilson record. A guy named Jackie Wilson, who this cat he considered a, a prominent figure in the transition from rhythm and blues to soul. And Al Green is certainly a master of soul. Like I said, Jackie Wilson's that guy at that tune, Higher and Higher. Your love will take me higher. That one and uh, Lonely Teardrops. Lonely Teardrops. So yeah, his dad caught him listening to that Satan devil worshiper music and kicked him out into the streets. And uh, like, he never went back, you know, it stuck. (laughs) And then it was street life for Al Green. Okay, so apparently as a teenager still, he started hustling. And what does that mean? Well, I don't know for sure because I have never heard Al talk about exactly what he did at that time. But I think it's safe to say selling drugs, using drugs, being on the street, being involved in scores, and quite possibly pimping because uh, he was shacked up with a pro and he was uh, using recreational drugs for a time. But luckily for him, when he was in high school, two of his buddies also, you know, were musicians. And one of them started a label called Hotline Music Journal, which I thought was a great name. And in 1968, those guys released a record under the name Al Green and the Soulmates, which I thought was another great name. The Soulmates, they're buddies, but they're talking about soul music. So let's get into this mother because, man, this song goes out to all the lonely people out there. All right? I feel you. When you feel lonely, come to the lounge. Talk to me. I will listen. <laughs> Sometimes, man, you know, you just get tired of it. You just get tired of things. You just get tired of being alone. So let's hear I'll talk about it, baby. This is the juice. You love 
a natural fact that I want to come back. Show me where it's at. that you're listening to a podcast <laughs> people be saying man sometimes you're just so into the tunes then i come back with my voice and they're just like oh forgot about this morty cat you know what I'm saying? And they're just in the moment i was like that's what i'm talking about okay that tune that is just pure emotion emotion in the form of sound waves so check it out that's like that's a human being taking chemicals and converting them into audio signals (laughs) what a trip man okay so that was his first hit that came out in 1971 when uh he was on his solo career and that track tired of being alone was the first of eight gold singles that he had from 1971 to 1974 gold in this context meaning in america so that means one million so that means eight (laughs) hundred that means eight million records in a three or four year period what a trip speaking of a trip my friend scott tripped me out today when he told me that he won the um, latest rap battle and uh he actually sent me a clip and i was super happy and proud because i couldn't go to this one i had like you know prior engagements uh, 
with the council of the forest dwellers. But yeah, apparently he tore it up and he was just like laying it down on the COVID situation, which is not good in Winnipeg where uh, Scott lives, you know. So uh, let, let's hear what he had to say. This is pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, so I thought that was pretty good, you know, pretty good stuff. <laughs> All right, let us now listen to some more Al Green, baby. In 1972, this album came out. It's called, sorry, full disclosure, we're listening to a greatest hits record today. But in 1972, an album called Let's Stay Together came out. And of that, of course, had the single Let's Stay Together that we're just about to listen to. But um, when you listen to this song, I want you to think about, like, just for fun, just for jokes, think about if you've ever known, if you've ever been friends with, you know, like some goof couple who uh, make up and break up and then make up and break up and everyone's just like, oh, jeez, you know? And uh, think about how, like, you know, during one of those makeups, like, one of them played this song. <laughs> and then the other one was like, oh, my God, I love you again. <laughs> Let's stay together. Be untrue. 
sad the shit really went into the fan for Al he had this crazy girlfriend who I guess thought he was gonna like leave his wife for and this woman like one night while Al was like getting ready for bed she uh, threw a pan of hot grits on him and it splashed all over him and gave him second degree burns all over his back arms and stomach requiring skin grafts like serious business injury and then shortly after that she killed herself committed suicide and this person had three kids so pretty fucking harsh tokes and then after al like recovered a couple days out of the hospital one of his cousins rolls up on him and tries to extort him for cash at gunpoint and uh i was just like jesus christ and he never pressed charges there so i was just like oh wow al green's such a good guy but then uh <laughs> I learned more. In 1979, he accidentally fell off a stage. And then that marked the turning point in his career where he like basically stopped performing. Because he had seen the fall as a message from God. So he got a lot more involved in the church and like pastoring his church and whatever. He recorded basically all gospel albums in the 80s. So that Christian music, you know, glorifying the Christian God. He uh, was signed to a label called Murr Records, and I was just like, oh, that's that gold frankincense and myrrh shit. And, you know, myrrh was like this like rare perfume, incense, you know, from back in the day. And um, during that time, Al had an ex-wife who accused him of abuse battery, which uh, at first he denied, but later he copped too. I was like, oh great, another fucking wife beater. But it wasn't just his women, his wife, like he was pretty, you know, jeez, I don't think you can take the street out of Al, man. Not when he was this young. Um, so he... He countersued, like, a legal counter-argument, saying that his wife, like, accusing her of cruel, 
uh, and inhuman treatment. I was like, okay, that's some he said, she said. But then he copped to it in 1982. He also settled with a secretary that apparently he assaulted and shoved this woman through a glass window. I was like, Jesus Christ, Al, over some payment disputes. And so he settled that for $100,000 to forget about the assault and battery. So, you know, that happened and uh, he just paid his way out of it. I was like, fuck's sakes, man, these these so-called men of God just beating the shit out of people, you know, and just, ugh, not my style. So I was like, ow, man, that's, uh, that's harsh tokes. But, you know, we've talked about this stuff before. We've talked about artists who behave badly or are maybe just fucking bad people in real life. But uh, we're still going to try to look and enjoy their art. See if we can see past the evil deeds. Because those might have, you know, whatever. Actually, fuck that. I'm not making excuses. But Al Green still walks the earth. He still lives. He's still fucking. So uh, let's squeeze in another song. Let's get to it here. Let's get down. I can make it rain when I want it to. I can build a castle from a single grain of sand. You see, I can make a ship sail on dry land, chilling, yeah. On a happy mind with all the powers that I possess, yeah. The key to my happiness and I can't get next to you, baby. Ooh, Lord. See? 
some juice pure juice not from concentrate you know what i'm saying air mailed into the forest so we can enjoy and drink it in together <laughs> so yo that's gonna be it i'm gonna say peace but before i do that i'm just gonna say make sure when you're out there in the world and you got people coming at you and they're saying things like oh i'm a man of god or i've spoken to god or i have some sort of power or i've been reborn these people be wary of be suspect we know that for as long as humans have been around people have used religion to control others and sometimes cover up evil deeds or even legitimize them so just stay vigilant and stick to the truth the truth that can be verified, okay? <laughs> thank you everyone for joining us once again in the lounge. We all give out a big thank you to you and we hope to see your beautiful, smiling, shining faces in our minds by tomorrow as we open up again and listen to another record and another episode of Tracks from the Treehouse Lounge with me, your buddy, that is Mortimer Magic Man Moon, a.k.a. Big Juice, a.k.a. OJ. We'll be back in less than 24 hours. Come meet up with me, because I would love to see you tomorrow. Peace, y'all. Peace to all the gods on the earth, but especially the earth. Peace. Peace.